Wilson Hall presents Strontium Dog with Nick Marsh as the referee. Um, shall we play a game, gentlemen? Uh, yes. yes. Yes, we why shall. Don't we, why don't we do that? Meander over and grab the carriage sheet. Um, I suddenly realised that I, I sent you through a very, very shortened version of my character sheet, uh, Nick, on the grounds that um, it didn't actually have any of my powers. But oh, that's true. I'd forgotten about your powers. Good point. Yeah, Good point. Because <clears throat> that's, that's why I'm Belcher, isn't it? Belcher. Um... I thought it was a bit of a personal question, really. <laughs> You're on it. Right. Oh, well, right. we have... I've got special weapon, special weapon, and weapon under equipment, but I haven't actually got any further. Yes, you yet, haven't picked so... it. I am going to, because the because we have a uh, a, a teep um, and a, uh, a, a a mutant with special no, powers, no, no, John. I'm not telepathic, honest. You're really, on. I'm not. That's what he tells you. Just look, look inside. Look inside your mind. You, you know, I'm not telepathic. I'm wondering if I can. Uh, Don't if think I can about flash, that. Can I flash messages in Morse by uh, changing the colour of my shin in sort of long? <laughs> but what's the bandwidth of your shin? How, how fast? It's not can you change a luminescent it? shin. It's merely chameleonic. Yeah, just change it. You know, get it to change colour. Um, you would need to shine a light on it as well. And to be honest, if you had a light. It might be easier just to use that to do the more. But if somebody could see stuff. the gin, I could surreptitiously send them a message that other people around wouldn't get. Well, could you? You not? could even. I think you've got enough I control. Could talk to you them. could, you you could write control? a word on your oh, shit. I was thinking that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's much more fun if there's a code book. You know, blue, blue, yellow, blue. Is that nuke the site from Wubu, or I need backup? <laughs> <laughs> it's very important with that sort of code to make sure that. You know, it's a bit like having the save and delete button next to each other. It's bad design. <laughs> the right there are codes together. Some computer games which commit the ultimate sin of having the quick load button where most people have the quick save button, which is <laughs> <laughs> just caused me some trauma with the Fallout. I think it was. Um, I was going to say something profound then, but I forgot what it was. Oh gosh. It's been. T- I'll tell you what. I've been so busy this week telling everyone about the benefits of eating dried grapes. It's all about raising awareness, really. Right. Should we right. get? To- <laughs> is, is that the current level of your humour, or oh, Sultana? <laughs> right. Let's get on with the game. Um, oh, we it's have- all about Sultana awareness. I see. <laughs> Three strontium dogs before me. We have Blaze, the man with the scaled brain, they call him. Um, I, but what he's actually got is a sort of a weird Klingon-type prosthetic on his head, or that's how it appeared. You've just gone silent. Have to... oh, are you okay? Hello? Yep, you're back. Yes, Hello. I might just have to go and do some kid things. I'll be back in one second. Well, don't explain what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> Apart from the basic shooting people, I I can detect them at some distance, I can impress them at a a closer distance, and I can do weird energy manipulating things. 
I'm mostly not very good at much except for shooting people. I'm okay at shooting people. Not great, you understand. I don't think any of us is great. I'm, this, this is feeling a lot like the, the Warhammer FRP of science fiction role-playing games. Well, we're all shit. Well, I mean, that's well, you, you aspire to being a rat catcher. To be, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, true, true. The, I, I've played the FFG 40k and that, that is pretty much your all shit. But back when it was supposed to be, uh, what was it, 86 or so, <clears throat> they were talking about it originally and it never came out then. Mm. Before the miniatures game did. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. We have, moving on, we have Giorgio Maraud, <laughs> the, um, a lightning fast, um, almost human appearing man with the chameleonic shin. Completely human appearing thing. Completely human for that matter. Um, until you take uh, off your shin pad. Neil Ent socks, pal. <laughs> been, been called out before. He has also got two spines. Yeah, that, like that might quite actually quite... be more, rather easier to detect for most people. <laughs> rather than thinking, oh, he's got like a port wine birthmark on his shin. Thinking, he's got two spines. He's got a port wine birthmark on his chin that is rearranged into, into the words "Your mother sleeps with sailors." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just a second. This requires a lot of concentration. <laughs> and we have the the lightly mutated praying mantis. Um, I, I can't remember what his, uh, his problem is, but uh, basically he looks like a huge insect I of bet. some kind. I bet. How do we know he's not a huge insect? I mean, he says he's a mutant, but he could just actually be a huge insect. I'm sure there are aliens that look like that. Um, yeah, probably are. There are aliens that look less alien than Brain Man. To be fair. But he assures also, you... when we when we stand next to him, people say, what are those What are those norms doing hanging around with that? <laughs> no, no, you can well, tell them exactly. You, you need to do a Spock and sort of wear a, a, a watch cap pulled down over your forehead rather than your ears. <laughs> and you can ask for human. Isn't it a bit warm to be wearing that? I like it. I'm comfortable. <laughs> right. Are we, are we familiar enough with the setting or are there some questions you have? You are mutants. You've been exiled from Earth. Now, you met, there has been a recent mutant uprising, which is what set up the Strontium Dog Agency in the first place. The mutants won their rights uh, to be exiled from Earth, basically, and the toughest of Yay. them have become mutant bounty hunters. So we have to fight for our right to be basically kicked out of kicked right, off. So I'm just going to have to look up the special weapons and guns, which I'm afraid of. Oh, yes, I was saying, John, um, as the others are more <coughs> powerful, I'm going to let you be the only one who has the authorization to use T-weapons, if oh, you want. Oh, nice. Thank you. Right. Um, the so others... And you could probably a... afford them, too. Yes, well, he might I... be the only one who can actually well, afford I them. I think the equipment... Benefit of special weapon and special weapon. That actually is a physical. You, ju you just guess it. You, know, you, do, you don't have to pay so. for it. Exactly. Right. So I'll just exactly change those correct. two. Does that mean, however, that if I use them up the gun? I, I think what we'll say as their benefits, you get one permission. Okay. So if we do play again, you can have one back. Some for weapons. This is. If you're thinking of a T bomb, for instance. Might be thinking of a T bomb. <laughs> what makes you assume I would think of a T bomb? Because it's way the best. <laughs> it's basically it's an instant kill. Um, okay, um, you all work on the doghouse. You're all seasoned. Um, and I'll tell you what. My my granddad was in the Great War. He got hit by mustard gas and pepper spray. He was a, he was a seasoned 
Seasoned veteran. Right, you're all seasoned uh, strontium dogs. Is it? Yeah. Is my mic? Is my mic on? I'm afraid so. Okay. <laughs> yes, important. So, does anyone have any other questions? Uh, get out the chicken, chicken shit the yeah, general media are... of Strontium Dog is um, it's more like futuristic fantasy um, or the, the, it's got a, as I say a punk sort of attitude but pretty much anything goes there are telepaths, there's magic there are crazy aliens mutations give you heads of prawns for instance rather than thyroid cancer um, so but it so, is so if also... I ask the specific impulse of the driver on this spaceship my head will explode basically uh, uh, yeah if you're travelling across the galaxy think kind of western lengths of travels it's going to take you a few weeks to get to the other side of the galaxy um, that sort of thing we'll try and remain consistent we're not, we're not Doctor Who good lord um, but bear in mind <laughs> it is slightly wibbly wobbly around the edges there has been an immense nuclear war about 30 years ago. Um, Strontium Dog is mainly concerned on, on Earthbound adventures with Britain, uh, largely because that's where it was written, um, and also because it rhymes. Well, yeah. I just thought that's it was just, the, just the most superior place on, on the planet anyway. Well, it might be the only one left. Uh, there, there are other bits left, but they are not uh, well equipped. So... You are all in the doghouse, which is the orbiting uh, uh, base of strontium dogs. And you're all... Um, you're all at the, the general briefing, which Harvey, who's your Earth Galactic Crime Commission liaison, gives um, every so often to the, the strontium dogs that are on station, which is probably about half of the strontium dogs in the galaxy at any one time. You get free food and board in the doghouse. It's pretty basic. It's two to a bunk. Not two to a bunk. Is that right? Two, two to, to a, a bunk? bunk. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> to a room. Possibly. I told you it was basic. Two bunks to a room. Think rather like the first series of Red Dwarf for the kind of rooms you get uh, in the doghouse. Okay. It's two to a bunk on a um, submarine, aren't you? Not the same uh, time, though. No. Oh, yeah, no, you don't say it. I mean, that, I that, guess... was, that was custom, that's custom on a, a lot of ships. Possibly not modern ones, but certainly historic. Yeah, they've generally got enough space these days. Uh, well, I guess if there ever is an influx, then you may end up uh, sharing a bunk. Uh, but as you say, not at the same time, unless you have a particularly extreme mutation. So. Or, you know, a friend, which I know is probably <laughs> less likely than a particularly extreme that's mutation right. in this universe. <laughs> Pretty unlikely. So you're um, you're currently in the briefing room, which is sort of a large hall with a podium that Harvey stands on, um, rather like uh, Hill Street Blues opening. There's a few other uh, strons in the room. There's um, the mutant with a huge flappy ear, who's um, he's very weedy. Gonorrhea, you know him. There's um, there's Angora Jill with a llama shaped head. There's Jill Flaps. Um, uh, there's Hugh Jass, who's a large alien, uh, a large mutant, uh, with great big legs, uh, great big arms, and no appreciable torso. So there's, there's a few other strons about milling around the room. And Harvey stands up. Alright, listen up, people. Gonorrhea comically turns his head to one side and lets his huge ear flap, uh, in, in the air, as is customary, but no one, no one raises his chuckle. Strons are hardened, hardened chaps. He's supposed to have someone to flap it for him. I've read that book. 
hardened chaps, did you say? Is that is that on the armor page? <laughs> um, that that's more Mad Max style armor, I suspect. But say, uh, you know, takes all types. It, to, it, uh... it was when I read the bit about you, each piece of armor comes with D six pouches that I really like. <laughs> okay, that that's what this game is about. Yeah, it's it's a bit Rob Liefeld, though, actually, isn't it? It's, um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry if there's a lot of printer noise. I'm just trying to print these out so I, I have the. Uh... I, I'd just like to make it clear that Carlos Esquera, the normal artist of Strontium Dog, is ten times the artist that Rob Liefeld is. Just, just so, just so we're clear on that. I'm, I'm not going to make a nastier comment about him. Allegedly. Um, no, I mean he's, you know. Yes, let's. I'm not, let's I'm not, not entirely sure he'd ever met a, an actual person. If he had, he certainly <laughs> hadn't looped at one. I believe there is yeah, a good no, website which shows some some fine examples of Mr. Liefeld's art. Are, um, exotic, but, are exotic weapons uh, class? Are they the same as special weapons, or is it a separate? Um... No, exotic weapons are things like the happy stick or yeah, um, like just electronux and so on. So I can have those anyway. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they're not special weapons. So um, Harvey stands up. He said, "Listen up." All right, you freaks, I'll just tell you a bit about what's going on in the galaxy in case any of you are interested. You're going to get off your asses and get out of the doghouse and do what you're paid to do. There's a rumour the mutation, that the mutator is free in the uh, Venox system. Um, we've heard, we've got a tip on Impetigo Joe. Um, his, uh, his bounty's gone up to 100,000 credits now. Um, Three of the Jacksoff Five are still at large, um, including uh, Mike Jacksoff, the most dangerous. Um, that's it for. That's it for. Oh, Legs Eleven and No No's Nick have also been spotted in the South Park Galaxy recently. Uh, South Park System, I should say. If there's only one galaxy that we have. All right, you freaks. Let's be careful out there, though. I'll be honest with you, I think the galaxy would be better off without you in it, so I don't really care whether you're careful or not. Um, and as he finishes his uh, brief briefing to the muttering of the other strunts, he looks across, uh, Blaze, Marauder, Mantis, um, can I see you in my office, please? Yeah, no problem. And he, he, he stomps off down the corridor. Harvey's a, a, a relatively decent sort for a normie. He's, he's quite mm. temperate in his attitude. We can tell. Towards, yeah, towards muties. He, he's fairly um, laid back compared to a lot of them. Yeah, um, well, do I get the feeling that's sort of in a kind of, you know, white overseer kind of a uh, way? It's, it's well, a bit, obviously, he considers himself um, superior to you all because he's a normie and you're muty, muty scum. Um, uh, but you've had to deal with this attitude your whole lives. Well, unless, of course, I was a, a late-occurring shin. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's up to you, but most, most chameleonic shins, I think I'm right in saying, manifest uh, birth. <laughs> or, or birth. I'm, I'm not an expert on chameleonic uh, shins. I only really have my own as... Uh... <laughs> I, I'm more of an expert of uh, luminous and forearms, but uh, the field is related. Um, okay, are you are you heading in? There's a there's a few dirty looks at you from the other strants. Goner particularly um, is is squinting at you. You think it's hard to tell under the flapping ear, but you think he's there. Oh boy, something dangerous and badly paid. Just what I wanted. Harvey's pet. 
he mutters as he as he walks off looking at his warrant card. Mutator. Mutator. Five mil. Wow. Dead. <laughs> right, okay. Sorry, I'm listening. I'm just trying to organise this so I don't have to stop in the middle of combat and say, right, I just need to go through what I'm carrying. Well, it's alright. You mean you actually need a equipment? Me to work out your equipment? We can, we can uh, slightly uh, do it on the fly to some extent, um, as long as you don't uh, take us the, the strontium piss, which is a uh, obviously a futuristic form of piss. Well, obviously, um, yes. Yeah, just just have a cheat sheet. Um, you know, situation mildly hazardous. Number four cartridge, extremely hazardous. Number four cartridge. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I am a great believer in the number four cartridge. <laughs> Run out of number four cartridges, buy more number four cartridges. You can um, just put twenty number four cartridges in one of those things. You don't actually need to have a selector, and it's I mean, cheaper if the, you don't. The fact Come that you, you announce what you're doing does sort You've of got to whisper to your gun. Rabbit fire or whatever. Um, I don't know. Uh, different. Double Um Oh, that was a terrible film. Um, okay, Harvey is a harried-looking, fairly skinny norm with a long, pointed nose. Um, but he's been classified as non-mutant. There's a certificate on the board uh, proving it. Um, he's, he's, there's a couple of guards in his office at most times because he doesn't trust. Mutant scum. Um, I'm just going to open a window because it's hotter than the surface of Venus in here. Obviously, I'm exaggerating for comic effect. Clearly. You are. I'm just reading you know, some science fiction, uh, an anthology set on the surface of Venus. And oh, really? They all, they all say it's a bit warm. None of them, <laughs> none of them mention that it's, you know, that. It's hot enough to actually set fire to their clothes. Assuming oh, they're well. not dissolved by the acid first. I was, was going to say, the, the acid rain and um, enormous pressure would probably take care of that to start with. I'm sure they've thought of that. But, the, remain, the, but the remains of your white linen colonialist suit will be really clean. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's, well, it's an, it's an anthology called Old Venus. It's um, a new anthology of stuff before we actually sent... Was it Mariner that went to Venus? Um, before we actually no, sent a probe out that um, suddenly disappointed all the sci-fi writers by going, actually, it's, it's, it's actually, an hell hellhole. Pretty yes. much nowhere worse in the solar system. Okay. Can I just ask a very quick question? Mm. What is a split beam, a split beam violator? <laughs> you sure you wanted to ask uh, um, <laughs> Or is that is... one of the many, many things that we were going to talk about when... Uh, Elliot was off the call. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I you're over 18, remember. right? Um, it is a type of blaster, as I recall, um, that uses uh, that user. No, it's apparently it's a cross between, uh, cross between a melee weapon and an energy weapon. Oh, that's right. Yes, one of those. They don't come up so much in the comic. Um, you're welcome to have a violator. <laughs> um, I do not. I, I feel. I feel. I do not want to violate anything or anyone. Oh, okay. Um, was it? Uh, I think it's in the original Fast of Star Trek. Um, there was a Murphy's Rules because the the Klingon agonizer is described as a weapon that is uh, applied um, just below the uh, like behind the ear, which is just below the shoulder on humans. Mm. <laughs> Did a Klingon write this? <laughs> I, I, no idea. Shades of Zoidberg, um, really. 
Uh, okay, right. Harvey looks up as you come in. Oh, all right. Um, hello, Morada. Hello, Blaze. Come in. Shut the door. Um, sit down if you can. If your if your anatomy and or metabolism allows for such a thing. I squat. Um, so, so what? Uh, what? Obviously, my human, uh, human knee on my um, neck on my knee. Particularly awful task. Are you trying to palm off on us today? Well, I'll be honest with you guys. Um, I've, I've got a bit of a problem. Um, have you ever heard of T-Bone Taurus? I don't believe um, I have. Have we heard of T-Bone Taurus? Well, um, Blaze, who has some knowledge of uh, local law enforcement, does vaguely remember. This was um, a, a case probably, I don't know, five or ten years ago. He murdered some highfalutin tech guy or he was a businessman and as far as you know he got caught fairly quickly and it was incarcerated um he had a mutation um he was a mutant and it was not good for mutant uh, uh public affairs at the time because it was a pretty high fo- high profile case um mm-hmm. you can't quite remember what his mutation was but you think it was pretty extreme looked like a medieval map of the world judging by the name <laughs> um I'll fill you in on the details. Um, he uh, he shows you a picture of T-Bone Taurus. Um, he's basically, he's, he's normal from the neck down, except that he's very muscly and uh, beefy. Um, but his head is that of a large Frisian cow. A large Frisian cow? Yes, black and white. Um, uh, there's no horns. He's got a lovely kind of lickable nose and very soft come-to-bed eyes. That sort of uh, very long eyelashes. It's quite attractive in a, in a sort of bovine way. Speaking as someone who grew up um, in the radiation blasted ruins of Britain, I know exactly what a Frisian cow looks like. Of course, it's instantly <laughs> recognisable. Well, T-Bone is um, oh, responsible yeah, for the death. I don't know if you all remember of Matthew Bernard's. Now, Matthew Bernard's was a meat mag. <laughs> <laughs> Really? What? That is quite a mutation. <laughs> uh, Matthew Bernard was a magnet um, uh, for me. To, um, how else do you put this? He was it just found um, itself attracted to him. <laughs> no, Matthew Bernard was the guy who first cracked the genetic code of the cow and managed to engineer um, cows that not only could survive radiation but could thrive on it. Um, and he built fairly quickly in the uh, radiation-blasted post-apocalyptic Britain, built um, a fairly big herd of beef cattle um, and rapidly became very rich, very wealthy, um, which is where T-Bone came in. Um, T-Bone, one night, uh, seven years ago, 2173, broke into Matthew Bernard's house um, and I don't know if you remember the details of the crime, guys. It was pretty gritty. He, um, well, when they found him, he'd been hung up and strung, eviscerated, uh, and carved up like one of his own steers. Um, was there a motivation established? Well, it's rumored that oh, T-Bone yeah, had some fun. kind of connection with, felt some kind of connection with cows. No one was quite clear why. Um, but, uh, he was caught pretty quickly afterwards um, and sentenced to life. Um, this was at a time, I don't know if you remember, the time when the uh, anti 
executionists for some reason were, were very high, so he avoided the death penalty, ended up uh, being sentenced to life in the Kurnell Maximum Security Prison. It's, it's all ancient history now, or it was until two weeks ago when T-Bone Taurus escaped from the Kurnell Maximum Security Prison. Now, local law enforcement down there is is pretty minimal. Um, yeah. And so um, his family, um, the Matthews, uh, sorry, the Bernards, have put up um, uh, quite a reward for his recapture. Um, they have offered um, 250 grand for his return and um, half a million if he's dead. Uh, sorry. <laughs> right, that, half a million. That's if, my kind of reward. <laughs> if he's alive. Um, okay. My my problem... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, quite the opposite of what you were hoping. My... Oh, sorry. Excuse me. My problem is the Bernards are pretty closely connected with King Clarkey. And King Clarkey has a, a lot of say in what goes on up at the doghouse. So I need to trust this to some freaks who can get the job done. And you're and wondering you, if we know anybody. You guys are the best I have on station at the moment. I would. What has there, has there been a fire drill? Has everyone else <laughs> <laughs> right, You guys are fairly experienced, John. Um, you've yeah. shown yourselves in the past to be, oh, I don't know, as, as decent as scum like you can be. And so I'd appreciate oh, you doing me. Please, I'm tearing up over here. <laughs> I, I'd appreciate you. What do you say, guys? Come on. Half a million rewards. That's not bad for a few days' work. Well, I suppose if it's an easy job and it's doing you a favour. Yeah, good. Well, not only not that, you get a permit to return to Earth temporarily because that's oh, where the Kenyans get some obscurity prison is. Yeah, we can be spotted uh, by all different lot of people. Uh, you, you know you deserve it, but um, you'll enjoy it. You'll be breathing. Guys, you know you deserve it. Breathing fresh air again. Well, fresh radiation air, air, but I I think you guys are, you know, don't really worry about that. So, um, I'd really appreciate you not dropping the ball on this one. Um, you know, I, I, if you get this right. Well, look on the bright side. If we screw up, we'll probably be dead. So there's there's always that to look forward to. You're always right to the point, Blaze. And you've got a good point. Um, okay. Has he been seen since the breakout? No, he hasn't. Um, but as I say, law enforcement down there is, is pretty, pretty slim. Um, I've got new permits here to land at New Key International Intergalactic Spaceport, um, and I, I'm afraid the the hicks down there are pretty Which, backwards. Uh, so you might have to do something. Well, it's the Kerno Maximum Security Prison. Oh, so. Enough, yeah. Okay, I should have realised. So yeah, some pretty backward hicks down <laughs> down there. Um, you might get some help from the locals, but um, I don't know whether flashing your bag will, badge will get you very far. Flashing your bag won't help, particularly not for Prane, who can't even lift a bag, <laughs> let alone flash one. Um, all right, there you go. Uh, you've got uh, you know usual remits. Try not to kill any norms. Um, don't do any more damage than possible. This one would take a lot of smoothing over if you cause a lot of trouble. So. Thanks, guys. That'll be all. I solemnly swear I will not cause any more damage than is possible. <laughs> uh, what was the time limit on this, sir? Gonna... That's what you said last time. As soon as possible. Oh, there's no time limit. Just bring him back alive, if you can. 
we can. Yeah, if okay. not. Uh, right, I'm just. But I've got a shuttle. Two um, armor here, but I, is the the mesh is just a general thing, and everything else is in bits? Is that yes? Right? Yes, and you can have mesh underlying the other yeah. bits, as I recall. Um, a lot of SDs wear helmets, partially just to record what went on in case yep. there's a dispute. Yeah, the old bid slug. And partially because for an extra 500 credits you can get a respirator with 30 minutes of oxygen. Which <laughs> I think is a, is a tactical necessity, really. <laughs> okay. Unless you so, believe in miracles. Um, or spiracles, if you're praying. Um, okay, uh, there is a shuttle uh, which you can uh, use to get down to Earth, strictly for Earth use only. Um, I want it back, no scratches, please. Has it got any scratches on it now? Do I have to go around and check it over? Like a you have to go and get it fixed. It's absolutely coming. Speaking. Um, hello. Was that me? Or... That was everybody. I don't know. That was everybody. Oh. Perhaps it was an electromagnetic pulse. Okay. <laughs> Might have been through Google. No. Um, some tit reversed into my car on Sunday. Oh. And the bitterest pill to swallow was that I was the tit, oh. and I was reversing in Kerry's car, and I managed to both damage Kerry's car and my car simultaneously. Congratulations. Well, congratulations right. to you, Mr. Um, is, is, it, is there much damage? Uh, uh, I mean to the car, obviously to you after Kerry no, 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 finished no, no, with no, you. No, I yeah, suspect there's quite a lot. But... Yeah, I know. Yeah. What did Kerry do to you? Well, she wasn't in the car. Elliot was, and he said, Daddy, the car's turning into a ghost. Um, which, in retrospect, was quite funny, but at the time was was not taken not helpful. Well. <laughs> it wasn't helpful. Okay, right. So. Any any preparatory things you gentlemen would like to do before you pursue the bovine criminal T Bone Taurus? Yeah, I'm just listing all of my armor. So I've got leathering <laughs> and mesh combo. Uh, rating? How do you do the rating? Because the protection is all in bits. Then, does it? Add uh, yeah, it just... I, I, it's I, hit location I, really, but it's additive. Yeah. I, I put a summary on the on the uh, mailing list, which may help. Yes, yeah, Rogers pretty much got it right. Yeah, I've basically nicked, I've so I've basically so I'm wearing mesh armor. I think I've missed that. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've got mesh and then everything else. Yeah. And, uh, well, I've looked at how much money I've got, and I figure I might as well spend it on something. Exactly, yeah. Well, basically, anywhere that hasn't got the leatherine on, you're protected too. And then with leatherine on top, that's another... Yeah, I've got mesh and then leatherine on top. So two to four, depending on what it is and where you get it. And six on the torso. Yeah. Yes. And I've got a well-protected helmet. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, So, um, as I... I'm a complete um, weakling. Is it possible for me to wander around with a butler bot? With a butler bot? Um, <laughs> basically, a little carrying device. Uh, yes, you can get no, one. I, 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 I do quite like, this the, is a, I like a disapproving idea. butler. No, I quite like <laughs> the idea of... Please. Very good, sir. I think the number four shotgun, please. <laughs> so what do you want? How big are you talking? Like small waste basket basket size, or like a uh, a golf caddy type size I'm thing? I'm thinking kind of golf caddy. 
Yeah, I mean, it's doable. Um, what kind of wheels has the thing got on? Does it hover? Is it does it drive I'm, on track? I'm thinking probably hover, ideally. Um, okay, it's going to need charging. I mean, it hasn't got much room for a huge power pack, so it's going to need charging probably once a day um, for that. Surely it can carry the extra power pack instead of all the gear. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah. What was everybody's name? Sorry, I've uh, neglected to write them down. Um, well, I'm Prane Mantis or Prane Belcher Mantis. Uh, yes, Mr. P.B. Mantis. <laughs> um, uh, we have uh, Roger is Blaze. 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 Okay, thank you. And you are, what reminders, John? Uh, Giorgio Marauder. Very good. Thank you. Okay, um, it can float if you like, but as I say, the disadvantage you can need it charging once a day. Does um, it Which would be better? I mean, so, so I'm just wondering then, would, would a sort of off-road wheel thing... Basically, what I want is for something that... Uh, the reason I'm trying to establish when I can basically say no, that's nowhere near you, um, as you're climbing up a cliff or whatever. So, so you choose, but I'm going to try and give you the pros and cons of each. Um, if you have a wheeled one, I'm, that's fine. I'm, I'm looking at the, so the other one is multi-legged. Oh yeah, you could have a spider-type robot creature. That wouldn't be at all creepy. A praying mantis wandering around with a spider, a metallic spider behind him. Yeah, I think that works quite well, doesn't it? It kind of fits with okay. the medium. Is it voice controlled? This thing? Uh yes. I think we probably, I, I think we probably argue quite a lot. <laughs> so does it have it? a name? Patsy. <laughs> Whoa there. <laughs> I could well, are you you let me know if you've given it a name or a, a serial number, or if you just say you there. Just make it a, a really sarcastic English book where that begins. Yes, let's call him Jeeves. Jeeves. <laughs> Very good, sir. Okay, well, you pack Jeeves with your um, your various uh, extra equipment that you can't carry yourself. Which is all of it. Uh, will Sir be requiring his di- uh, dinner jacket as we are approaching Earth, Sir? Uh, I feel some form of um, uh, change of clothes. Clothes might, might be not. Uh, I don't normally wear clothes, but uh, possibly the uh, no, number three, the number three cape might be of uh, some of, of some use. Number three cape, Sir. Very good, Sir. He's got a way of saying very good, which suggests the exact opposite, unfortunately, but you never quite got through to fiddling with his voice box um, to, to sort out another one. It's rather like Eddie, the shipboard computer, and you tried a few backup personalities and found the least worst one. Mm-hmm. Well, if you get one that doesn't treat you like scum, it's so disorientating, you know. Well, this is it. Hang on. No, but you can, I mean, if things go badly, you can threaten to give him a reprogramming with the split beam violator. Was that a little bit of feedback there? He was indeed. I'm assuming this is an emergency wine run. I always assume that. 
I think he likes to claim it's parenting, but yeah, well, I don't see this being incompatible. Uh, no, I, I see them as being very interdependent. But <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Right, well, I'm sure we can have fun trying to remember how the hell to play this. Roll 2d6, add your modifiers. Oh, yeah. Right, so I've got a little plus one written next to my endurance, but it's not the mod, so that must mean my endurance went up to seven during character gen. Oh, that's that will do a mod of zero. Hello! Sorry about oh, that. Hello there. Right, we have a shuttle... Down to New Key Galactic Spaceport. Okay, can anybody actually fly a shuttle or has it got autopilot? Would you like me to fly? It has got autopilot, but we do have a pilot. It's up to you. I can, I can fly. I've, only, I can got, I've only got zero in pilot, you see, so. That's like zero it. more than I've got. Actually, and since it says pilot twice, I guess I have to work out what I'm going to be. Like, drive. Yes, I should probably do. Uh, is ground vehicle too wide in this? Does it have to be. You know, track vehicle. No ground vehicles, oh. fine. I think it. Uh, I think it does have to be tracked or repulsive. I'll have a look for you, but I, I think it does have to be. Is that drive you're talking about? Yeah, drive, and then I've got pilot, so I presume it's like you know spacecraft, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. I presume, by the way, the idea is that if you drive is mole, tracked or wheeled, basically. So uh, underground, subterranean, yeah. tracked or wheeled. Um, the wombles of Wimbledon. Sorry. And I thought, I thought um, the song. No. Um, so, and pilot is uh, what you would expect, I guess. Okay. Um, small craft, spacecraft, capital ships. Probably best not to go for capital ships. Yeah, well, I'm thinking small craft is probably more useful anyway. Good, because I've it's got more spacecraft. Light. Cool. Okay, so I've got small okay. craft. If you um, I'm kind of assuming. Um, well, I'm quite small. Um, that um, each box that you've got, the first one is zero, and then it's plus one, and so on and so forth, is it? Exactly, exactly. So, so basically, point. if you are unskilled, you get minus three to your roll. So having a zero means you don't Unless get the got minus tra- three. Track of all trades means you've got minus two. I minus think. two, yeah. Minus two. Correct. I've got no melee skills. That just isn't going to go well, is it? Particularly when I pull out the Electronox. <laughs> <laughs> Punch myself in the groin again. Use, <laughs> use them more for threat purposes, is my suggestion. Right. So, presumably, I mean, we can go over the details while we're on our way down there. Presumably we have uh, somewhere to start and some idea of who to talk to. Well, presumably there is a there was a breakout, wasn't there? So, mm. should we start there though, or are we better working out where he's likely to have gone? I mean, why waste time? Well, he's well, been incarcerated. Been... Sorry. All I was going to say is, I mean, you know, we could probably do going there to find out who his known associates were. Who, you know, did mm-hmm. he break out with his roommates? Um, they call them roommates. It's, it seems a bit chummy, you know. Uh, <laughs> Your roomy, <laughs> um, you know. Okay, his, his cellmate. Then there we are. Besties. Um, did he have any visitors? Uh, that's a good one. Yes, that's probably worth checking. Okay. No, who were his friends? You can do the talking, Matt, well. since you uh, you obviously do have the uh, the right questions to ask. 
even though you look like a huge praying insect. And in many ways, that breaks the ice. And indeed, I have an, int- an intelligence mod of minus one, and then the education mod of minus one. Brilliant. You sound perfect for the job. Um, I'm going to stand at the back, um, full helmet and visor down and everything, looking you know, completely menacing, silent, like I'm just there as a sort of a bodyguard. Okay. Uh, just just to ch- provide a little bit of background. And Please, Shin Color? You can't see Machine. It's got two layers of armor over it. Okay. <laughs> and, and some football socks. <laughs> um, okay, the blue and green herb, uh, orb, not herb, that's something different. The blue and green orb of Earth floats in your view screen, the source of humanity and the source of a great deal of trouble to mutant kind. It's got and to as, the, as the uh, huge uh, and, uh, well, not huge, uh, me- medium-sized island of New Britain approaches in your view screen as you arch ever closer towards it, nuclear devastated, and fly down towards the southwest corner of it Sorry, to new the galactic spaceport. Which is a, a fairly pokey little spaceport as you get closer. Um, there's a, a few landing pads. Beware um, of sheep few, on runway. It's not quite uh, that level, but it's a, it's, it's a few steps up from that, but not far off. Um, you're given landing clearance. Okay, we have clearance, Clarence. Roger, roger. Um, and uh, you touch down. You don't need to make any rolls for merely landing at a spaceport unless you want to do something flashy. Um, oh, Christ, no. <laughs> looking like a complete bunch of twonks. We're going to do something flashy at this stage of the adventure. Can I, can I, can I just point out we've played Traveller before. <laughs> This, this 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 flashy malarkey is is is, is for uh, is for the noobs. <laughs> and you uh, unload your equipment and head towards the uh, customs desk. Great, this should go well. A warm welcome. There is a, a big sign above it saying "Welcome to Kerno," uh, and a large picture of some tin mines, a large pasty. Um, uh, some scones Fudge. done, done in a ridiculous fashion. But yeah, well, obviously reason... it, it was hard to represent a maximum security prison in a suitably iconic manner. <laughs> well, this you've just landed at the spaceport at the minute. The, the, oh, you, the you mean the entire county isn't the prison? I, I did which, consider which I that when I was just on an adventure. I, I, I had wondered about it, but I couldn't quite justify it for the purpose of this adventure. Um, but it's just escape from New Key, not escape from the whole place. Not New York. Escape from New Key, that sounds... <laughs> they did um, on... Uh, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue. They did titles of films that no one would want to watch, and I suspect Escape from New Key <laughs> might, might be in. Might oh, be the surfing sequences uh, could be pretty good. <laughs> um, okay. Um, there is a, a small fat man sitting at the at the customs desk Morning. and he raises an eyebrow uh, looks Prentice uh, praying up and down I'll present my credentials oh. and he mute, he's in it he says it seems to say this to someone else but there's no one else there oh, right so he's obviously mentally ill 
he taps the the badge on his shoulder. It's it's got sort of a star shape with a couple of stripes. He seems to be some form of local law enforcement character. Yeah. Okay. And then he looks at you silently, and then he looks down at the the permit again. Tell you what, we don't like your sort round here. Oh no. Haven't. And I had heard you you were such friendly, welcoming people. So, Kirsty, bugger any. Your neighbours in Devon speak highly of you. Um, Devon has been pretty much completely obliterated during the nuclear war. Um, <laughs> Plymouth took some pretty heavy megatonnage, unfortunately, on account of the naval base. How could you tell? Yeah, they, they said it was on account of the naval base. How many of those actually came from the next county? <laughs> <laughs> that was a chance, love. alright what are you here for Strunz blood money I expect yeah escape prisoner law enforcement oh you'll be wanting the prison then afraid so tell you what oh you don't want any trouble when you're here that seems perfectly reasonable we don't either I'll tell you what you step out of line here, I'll be right up your arse. Are we talking about this line we're in at the moment? Because I would like to leave this one, you know, Ringus intactus. Yeah, now I'm, for the sarcastic... I'm not uh, the fourth uh, man officer. Yeah, you aren't a man at all, you scum. Excuse you me? You know where my accent's gone. Excuse you got me, me all flustered. I, I, wa- <laughs> I, wave, I, wave my, um, I wave a bit of neck on my knee at him. Excuse me, I think you'll find that this is quite human. Thank you very much. He looks a little bit queasy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go through. But I'll, I will be watching you. As, as we leave, I'll use the... Um, what was it called? Formidable presence on him. What does that stun him? Yeah, basically, if, if he doesn't make an endurance 10 plus roll, he, he is stunned and paralyzed for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, no, so what? Uh, I was just going to belch at him. <laughs> Probably have the same effect. <laughs> yeah, bel- belching might kill him, actually, to be fair. Um, no, he's rolled a double two. So, um, he, as, as you leave and you turn to glower at him, he turns and catches your eyes and then sits rigid in his chair. Um, it, it did say he'd be keeping an eye on us. It's only fair. And, and trembles slightly. He goes white. Um, you feel you, you may have made an enemy there of the... the I'll just the... wink and blow a kiss. <laughs> okay. You head on. You are... Um, uh, you, you've been expected, so you have had a... a a car laid on for you, which can take you on to the Kerno security facility if you like. There's uh, other places you can go for There's not much else in uh, Kerno anymore. Um, seems, seems like a good t- good place to start. Yeah, but, uh, Bodmin is a, is a bit of a shanty town, and the 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 security prison is is on the the remains, the blasted heath of what was once Bodmin Moor. Yeah, there's a question of where he could have gone first, isn't there? He'd, have, he'd probably have a limited number of places he could head for. It's not a highly populated area because it's very hard to get because Devon was pretty much destroyed. It's, it's very hard to get through 
Devon down to Cornwall. Mm. Gosh, if only somebody had invented some way to float on water, that would have helped no end. Or perhaps some flying machines, something like that. Well, there are ways But uh, they are, well, I mean, why why would it (laughs) want to come down here? Basically, what you're trying to say is trains are just as good then as they are now. (laughs) Oh, no, they're better than now. Come on. But they, uh, you know, this is post-apocalyptic. I bet there are loads of kids who are, you know, getting their street cred through the roof by heading down through the blasted ruins of Devon, exploring Cornwall and fighting their way back with a souvenir tea towel and a bucket of bucket of fudge or something. Bucket of pasties. Don't want to weigh yourself down. (laughs) (laughs) So you approach the Kernel maximum obscurity prison and it is a a bleak squarish squat um metallic structure of a building designed to hold earth's um uh, or at least new britain's most severe criminals political enemies um there's not many muties there normally because most of them were executed but there was as i say this brief period where i I do have to wonder though are they going to need to build a new prison to meet a higher classification than maximum security since that seems to be somewhat inadequate well you would have to take that up with the authorities I may mention it you know uh, but as you approach that the maximum is crossed out and put slightly sub maximum uh, in its place uh, okay the, the prison and presumably a big sign saying three days since last escape Population, uh, and then it's crossed out at the end and marked down by one. <laughs> oh, I bet they're penned up in there like cattle. Think you'd have been at home, really. So. Right, there is um, uh, a number of guards on the gate as you approach, all of whom uh, turn uh, their uh, las weapons at you. Um, one of them has a nasty-looking violator in his hands um, as you approach in your uh, roughy-looking... <laughs> but, but, but he puts it away and gets, called... out, gets out his weapon instead. Is there no, anything really help, a violator it? that isn't nasty-looking? But... <laughs> is there a Hello Kitty violator? Or... <laughs> I'm sure there is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, there probably is. Um, and he glowers at you um, as presumably you slow down in front of the uh, the barrier. And he glowers even more as he looks inside the the car. Why you aren't here? Uh, talk to the governor about the uh, little incident you had. Looking... Incident? Ain't been no incident here. T Bone Taurus. His face darkens. You shut your mouth, you scum. Nothing to do with you. Well, this actually, one, those other ones. it is. <laughs> Funny you should say that, because actually it is. You see, we're uh, we're a discreet unit. That's why they haven't called in, you know, the local constabulary, because don't want them blabbing. So we're here just to make sure that nothing gets out, everything's put right, and your reputation stays tip-top. All right, you better go through then. Thank you very much. Um, he waves I, his I, I, I suspect uh, Giorgio's getting disbelieving looks from the other two of us. <laughs> that worked. Uh, he buzzes through to a gate. Uh, well, that, that and the fact that you've got a permit that says you're perfectly allowed to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he, he buzzes through. Um, the gate opens. 
Um, and you, What's that, uh, Jeeves? It's <laughs> the words I'm supposed to use to say thank you are, thank you, my lover. <laughs> or, <laughs> all right, boys, thanks me booty would be more appropriate. <laughs> me lover would be more in the uh, Somerset smoking room, sir. So. Ah. Thanks, me booty. Okay, I have to remember that. Okay. On the other hand, that's probably not how you should uh, address someone in Harlem. <laughs> um, fortunately, uh, you are not there, so I in no way have to uh, attempt to dodge any unfortunate uh, attempts at accents in Harlem. So, just Cornwall, just Cornwall, uh, for which I'm uh, perfectly endowed. Is that the right word? No. Empowered, empowered. <laughs> empowered. I think. Um, okay. okay, you're led through to the governor, um, a Nexus, uh, Nexus, Nexus. His name is Nexus, Nexus, Nexus. No, just Nexus, Nexus. Nexus, Nexus. Nexus, Nexus. Colonel Nexus, Nexus, because this is a military um, base. Not Colonel, Colonel Nexus, Nexus. No, nor Major, Major Nexus, Nexus. Um, you are led through under armed guard to his office. Have he... we had to leave our gear behind? Yes, you've checked in all your weapons. Unless you're trying to conceal some, <laughs> um, you've checked in all your weapons at this security post at the front gate. Oh, uh, case, luckily, my body is a lethal weapon. <laughs> Sadly, um, only to myself. <laughs> Uh, Jeeves has had to wait behind at the security post too, I'm afraid, uh, Prane. Very good, sir. So unless you want to break out the tartan um, shopping trolley to carry anything that you might wish, you are... Uh, you also have to leave your armour behind, I'm afraid. Do we? At least your leathering pads, you can wear the underlying mesh. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> we don't all go about naked, you know. Right. And so no, no recording within the prison. Obviously not. I will unlimber my helmet. Ooh. Um, Sticky. And Nexus, Nexus leans back at the desk. Um, stand against the wall. You. What can I do for you? Doghouse has sent you. Is this about that Taurus business? Well, that's the fella. Yeah. yeah get, get, get him all uh, packed up back in here and uh, everything sorted out. Not this, look, this was not. This didn't happen. I've only recently taken up the post. There's a lot of security problems I'm trying to deal with. You know, you don't understand the, the problems I have. The last thing problem. you need is more hassles. I entirely appreciate that. So, if if you could just tell us everything, we can. We there is to know about this this guy and how he got out, where, where he was gone, known associates, anything like that, and they will be out of your hair and uh, causing spotting somebody else's day. He looks up at his conspicuously shaved head and raises an eyebrow. <laughs> um, well, I, as I say, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not what you would call a hands-on. Um, I, do you see, I mean, my problem is, in many ways, uh, that, um, look, just don't, just don't let this get any further, alright? Oh, we're, we're, we're very discreet. As you can see, just looking at us. He looks at the huge praying mantis in the corner. Uh, and if I mean, really, what a disguise. His eyebrows already raised. Mm-hmm. He would raise another one. 
but as he, <laughs> as he isn't um, mutated, he doesn't. Um, well, I gather the, the breakout happened in the, the farm area. You've heard of our farm? We're very proud of it. Even got a small herd of cows. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm worth a fortune. Um, you, you might want to go and ask um, old Bill Trevithick. He works in the farm. He was there when it, he was there when it happened. Um, he probably knows more than me about the whole thing. I mean, there, there was some kind of the cows escaped. So, I mean, it was a total disaster. Just think of the money. Fortunately, we rounded them up, but Bill, Bill would know more than me. Okay. So, we'll check into that now. Do you have right. visitors? Do you have visitors here? Very rarely. I mean, you have to be on your best behaviour to get visitor rights. Um, I mean, most of these scum. I mean, they don't. They're not social people. Did no. our Frisian friend ever have any visitors? <sighs> not that I recall. I mean, his family all died in the Bodmin ghetto. Um, I, t- I don't think so. You'd have to check through the records. Hang on, he taps a, uh, a computer in front of him. No, seven years, never any visitors. Is that a bit unusual? Yeah, he never even requested anyone. Bit, bit unusual, um, our, our T-bone. Bit, uh, militant. You know, he was forever trying to be recruited by the mutant army, but he wasn't, wasn't interested. He said he had his own agenda. So he spent seven years planning something there. Who was his roommate? Um, he was okay. uh, uh, Scraggs McGraw. Ah, good old quick draw, eh? Um, but he's. Did, did uh, he get out or is he still around? No, it was just T Bone that escaped. Well, that and the cows. Right. You did count the cows back, right? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. They are worth ten grand a piece. We definitely. Can I just check? He's definitely got the, all the cows back. He's not disguised as one of the cows and then waiting to sneak off at a later date. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, he, you haven't met T Bone, have you? I, he had the head of a cow, but he didn't. You know, you uh, wouldn't. He could have, you know, could have been doing the full renter ghost. <laughs> Sorry, you've, you've lost me with your archaic twentieth uh, century reference. And yet, you know, it's 20th century. I assumed. You just look like the sort of gentleman. <laughs> he would, <laughs> would come out with that sort of thing. Now, if you don't mind... Not so much rent-a-ghost as a lower low. <laughs> you stupid mantis. <laughs> I'll have some men escort you down to the farm, now, if, if you don't mind. If you could... Do you do, just Trump's even write reports? Could you just, you know... Of frequently... Yeah, normally record everything, but obviously we're not allowed here. Okay, well... Got, got a bike guy back on the station, his mutant power is bureaucracy. If you could... That's why you had to be exiled. Yeah. If you could come up with some <clears throat> plausible reason between us how, how he escaped without making us look bad, <sighs> I might be able to see what I can do for you. Might be a bit of effort, but I'm sure that with a, you know, with the right encouragement we could uh, we can manage that. He um he reaches into the drawer, opens it. This is a fucking uh, I'm gonna shoot it. Oh I've got a <laughs> <laughs> um, puts um five hundred creds on the table. 
Mm. I like a man with a down payment. He raises a fourth eyebrow. So, I, I think uh, I think you've understood the situation uh, perfectly there, that this is a, a job that inevitably has certain expenses. Talk later. Find T-Bone first, get back here. Been a pleasure. Right, we shall be presumably escorted to the farm. Okay, so you're escorted down um, uh, through various bland and bleak steel metallic lined corridors to a fairly bland and bleak steel metallic lined farm area and there is some scraggly yellowed rad grass uh, which is the only thing that grows in the uh, in the desolated areas of Britain which is pretty much most of it um, there's a pen um, there's uh, a small uh, a cattle house and a small milking parlour, so they presumably got uh, milk out of these things. And an old, um, well, oldish, bent, wizened, kind of uh, hunched-looking man. Um, he looks sort of... If you imagine a cross between Mr. Barraclough and Old Man Steptoe, um, only Cornish... Um, I'm asking uh, you to, to do a bit of a scenario. And he's he's leaning down. He's got large yellow gloves on, and he's mixing up some kind of feed, uh, faintly luminescent feed. Um, uh, and there are various. Uh, they're penned up at the minute, but there's large kind of cow cow-like creatures. You've recognised them as the things that Matthew Bernard has managed to produce. They don't look quite like normal what we would consider normal cows in our parochial 21st century outlook. But the, the, the fangs are a dead giveaway. The fangs, yes, that's right. Um, and the, the two heads. Um, but otherwise, um, they appear well. There is eight of them. And he is he's, he's kind of mixing up this silage mulch. Mr. Trevithick, I presume? He looks up, turns around, and looks you up and down. And then he looks up, George, you up and down. And then he uh, looks up, Brain up and down. Stroke the pasty, he says. What happened to you? There was an accident with the threshing machine. Very sad. Turbulence on the flight down. We should never have flown down with the threshing machine, to be honest. <laughs> he leans back against a post with a, a piece of grass uh, between his lips, chewing it softly. You notice his lips are very ulcerated um, and rather dark uh, and cracked. Well, Do you have any listeners in Cornwall? Just out of interest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one for prejudice here. You know, my mum always said there's enough problems in the world without worrying about the shape of someone's head. But bloody hell, mate. I've got a bit Australian there. Can I? Um, a little bit. <laughs> Good I mean, what are you? Some kind of, I can't get out of Australia. Yeah, you're Australian. <laughs> I would see you just now. It's, it's just. Uh... Is it time for the emergency reset phrase? Amniotic <laughs> um, fluid. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a reset. That sends him into Welsh. He's not trying to do Welsh. Yeah, but at all least right, it's a known you, starting you're not, point. You're not, you're right, not trying to do me. Welsh, are you, Nick? Because I can never tell. I'm not trying to do Welsh, my lover. I've, I've, I'm going down Somerset now. Okay. Well, keep going. Keep going. Hang right. Yes. I'm heading right. I'm heading down, and and there we are, pasty. Oh, it was about a nice, 
Nice Kerno pasty. <laughs> Bloody hell, mate. <laughs> and there it's gone again. G'day. <laughs> Perhaps if you don't say mate, would that help? Bloody hell, boys. Hello, my... No, 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 no it's not my lover. All right, um, me booty. My booty, right, my booty. Hello, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Oh, hello, yeah, my I thought this would be a cinch as I live next to Um Right. Well. No, but, what but, can but, I uh, do uh, for you three? T-Bone Taurus. I mean, what is he? Some kind of grasshopper? I'm a mantis. He's, uh, he's a cricketer. I see. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, mate. Not <laughs> mate. Forget mate. That just gets me straight to Australian. Um. <laughs> over, over a space of about five syllables. <laughs> <laughs> and many, many thousands of miles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard a, a noise as if thousands of Australians suddenly cried out in, in anger. <laughs> and then were silent. Please, please be silenced. (laughs) (laughs) T-Bone Taurus. Oh my god! Get out of Australia! Um, Alright, my boys. He could could be an Australian. He's been seconded to the the Kernow Max from Skirishbrit. He's supposed to be an old-timey Kernow. Okay. um, T-Bone Taurus. Alright. What do you want to know about him? He was a strange lad. Well, where he is would be a good start. <laughs> but since I presume you don't know that, well, he, he was always anyone he ever talked about any places that he might. He have didn't talk to? much, that lad. He was a funny old bugger. He spent a lot of time out here, though. He had some kind of strange affinity with the cows. I never could figure it out. It was almost like really? he had some connection to him. What the fuck, Danny? Hey. Yeah. Well, he had a big nose, so I, I thought that might be something to do with it. Anyway, you're here to see how he escaped. Lovely island. Be good to know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're just trying to get him back here as soon as possible, you know. Well, there's too much of a fuss. Huh? Yeah, he was a lovely lad. I mean, slightly murderous for some of the inmates, you know, quite violent occasionally, but, you know. And obviously, he was in here for a reason, so I don't suppose he was that lovely a lad. Well, you know... He always cared about the animals. I always think that that's a good sign of character, you know. Well, I mean, being committed to a maximum security prison, that has no bearing on... Well, you know, some of these buggers in here, they'll murder and they'll they'll rape and, you know, they'll pillage. They'll pillage. 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 I've gone Scottish now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's been a mother. (laughs) Um... But, you know, he really, he really seems to care about the animals. Oh, you, oh, you respected that. I'll tell you what. I respected it. Good. I respected him in many ways. Excellent. And, Not in the important he, way. And but... he obviously betrayed your trust and escaped. So how did he Well, not that? me. I mean, I wasn't here, actually, uh, when it happened. Oh, really? But he was always out in the farm. I'll show you. I'll show you. He ushers you over to um, the... The side of the farm, which is actually the, you've noticed it's the, the thinnest area of the wall that you've seen around here. Um, and there is a hastily welded plasteel, um, retainer, um, uh, a patch over the edge of the wall where someone has clearly cut their way out. And anyone with exotic weapons can see that it is, um, 
uh, someone's used a Laz cutter here, which is kind of uh, Laz. Not, not um, a standard bit of farming equipment, I'm guessing. A Laz cutter? No, I mean it's a, it's an illegal is weapon. It, on with a, a Laz cutter, could we tell which side it was cut from? Ooh, you would have to make an exotics weapons roll for such a thing. Special weapons? Now, it's large enough to... Uh, you can... Uh, it's more, do we not have exotics weapon, exotic weapons here? Oh, I was, uh, I was no, hoping maybe for investigates, but... I haven't got as a listed thing, no. Mm, engineering? No. Engineer. Has anyone got engineer? No. Um... Why would no one take engineer? You can have. What do you mean take? Because we, <laughs> we roll the flipping things. Um, I'm not thinking flipping. Special weapons at minus one. And you're trying to get over eight. So I've got zero. I'm going to have a look at that. Uh, and this would be oh, on your well. intelligence as well. All oh, right. Well, in that oh, case, I get a plus one, so I've rolled six. Oh, I got, in that case, I get one less, so I rolled five. Nine. <laughs> uh, you, the burn pattern to you, um, Blaze, looks very suspiciously like it is much hotter on the outside of this wall. But on the inside, it, it's melted, but it, not to the degree it would do if someone's holding a lens cutter right to yeah. it. So we're going to need to check the other side of this wall and see if there is a possibility of any tracks or other clues around. He's, he's obviously had help. He's been broken out, hasn't he? Yes. What are you thinking there, boys? I'm well, thinking he had help. Did he, did he have friends? Friend, well, as I say, he, he was very keen on the animals. He, uh, mm. he never really had any visitors. Are there any active animal rights protesters in this region who may perhaps have been cutting in to try and rescue the cows and it inadvertently rescued him? It's an interesting idea. Yeah, there are some crazy people out there, aren't there? You have the right to be delicious. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, he was often... um, I mean, he was always... It's it's funny you should say, he was always talking about animal rights, how, how, you know, cows were more important than people in many ways. Um, He even tried eating grass for a while, but it made him sick. I guess he didn't have the right stomach. Um... You know, I, I joked that he, uh, he didn't have enough rumen. Rumen side. I, I don't know if you know, but a rumen is, is one of the, the... Did he react well to that? Did he? Did no, he, he, didn't, he didn't really understand what he was saying. Did he, pun- did he punch you repeatedly at that point? No, no, he was, he was always nice with me. He was old, uh, was old T-Bone. Um, I think he, he, he knew that I respected the cows. Um, hmm. he, didn't, was... he didn't have friends, uh, as such, but he was, uh, he was occasionally talking to, you know, older. Well, I don't know if I should say this, um, but uh, the, well, you probably know him. You'd know if, if, if you were around, around here. But um, Rob Trevithick, he's called. Oh yes, no relation, I take it. No, no, no. We're not. We're not of the same family. The fact that we all have the same surname is, is purely coincidental. Um, Rob Trevith, he's a, he's a funny old bugger. Is Rob? Um, I don't know. I don't in know what, what he would have with tea, but well, he's always going on about Cornish rights and Cornish. I mean, no one really uses 
we're not really Conrail anymore. We all say Kurnow now, but he's always he always says, you know, we got a rich past and that. You all know about uh, it. Yeah, yeah, the old ways are best, eh? Oh, uh, I mean, so much so that you know we don't call him Rob Trevith. A lot of us call him Proper Rob. Right here, he lives down in the old Bodmin shanty town. Proper Rob, eh? Sounds like it might be worth a chat. Hmm. Was there anyone? Tickle cow that T Bone was. <laughs> so where is this going? Well, I'll tell you that <laughs> night was that night was terrifying because all the cows escaped. You know, we they were so expensive, but in such the in in all the trauma and the rush of getting them back, I guess people then noticed T Bone had gone until well until the morning really. And you're I definitely mean, sure all the cows came back. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no harm. To any you of that, you didn't get any any swapsies or anything like that. Well, there's not many cows this part of the world. <laughs> what well, we were one cow short, but oh, we've got a Hillman Avenger. Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know oh, all these. You know, you didn't get any mechanical cows coming. No, no, no. I know all these people. He's inside now, and I do want that. Good God. Uh, Please don't say that again. <laughs> no, no. Like, you know, if Tebow was buying this, he wouldn't hurt the harm the hair on a cow at all. At all, right? At all. That is a genuine, authentic Kerno way of saying at all. Your producer will be sure. Um. <laughs> well, you've been very helpful. Uh, anything else leap to mind? Well, lovely to meet you, boys. And you. It's uh, it's always a delight to meet somebody who's happy in his work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I got me cows. Got me uh, anti-rad gloves. I'm pretty happy. Excellent. Not bad for a thirty-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you and I have a talk to all proper Rob, I reckon. Um, now, as I recall, he lives down the bottom in Shanty, but he's uh, he often up on the coast in that in that pub. What's it called? Poldark Arms or something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why are you saying like that? Um, I get winded very easily. All right. Terribly. You see, we live on a space station. We don't get out into the fresh air like this. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's not a surprise for me. Right, well, lovely talking to you, boys. Right, well, um, I, I hope we get the chance to chat again in future. It's been uh, illuminating. I wouldn't have thought so. I can't imagine any other adventures that would bring you down this way. Adventures. No. Always nice to talk to Alan over there. What are you saying? <laughs> well, I was cleared of all so that. In this, uh, in this awkward silence, then <laughs> uh, I'm going to shuffle away. Okay, you leave old Bill Trevithick to his uh, his radioactive his radioactive mixing, shall we say? Anything else you want to do while you're at Kerno Maximum Security Prison in yeah, the ruins of Bodmin Moor? Can we have a look at his cell? Uh, of course you can, yes. Uh, it has since been occupied, um, but they are out on exercise duty at the moment. Um, it is just... It's two bunks to a cell. Mm-hmm. Um, his stuff has uh, been... Uh, really scattered amongst the rest of the prisoners, but they can give you an inventory of what they found, which was, um, 
several copies of the Animal Times. There was a, a bag full the of Animal hay. Times. Yeah, it was genuinely, genuinely a magazine. Oh, um, I can, I can sure it's made an appearance on Have I Got News for You? Yeah. <laughs> there is a a bag of um what they thought was hay or silage or something like that. Um, there was a photograph of a a planet. It, it's very hard to uh, uh, an explored planet. It seemed to have something glittering around it, which looks like a spaceport. Just the the way it's orbiting the planet. Um, it's it's a kind of brownish, dull planet. Doesn't look at all special to you, but it, it's it's very dog-eared and very thumbed, as if it's been looked at a lot. Hmm. Maybe we should look into that. Um, it, Are there any planets where? Wouldn't it be embarrassing that if if this guy is not a mutant but actually an alien? No, no, that never happens. There's the suspiciously alien-looking mutant. <laughs> well, you see, that's it. He's, he's tuned into that kind of thinking. He probably reckons he was adopted. I'd hate to think what happened to his dad. Got eaten by his mum after sex. Oh, well, that's, well, no, that's that made was, it more explicit that, than I was expecting. That, that was the first clue that he was adopted. Both his parents were alive. <laughs> So. Right. Um, well, hmm. yeah, it's always that thing where you, you want to head off in the right direction, but you suspect you're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> it's us, so not a chance. Sunshine. Hmm. Does um, sorry, Mike. Does anybody have interrogation? By the way, I just feel I ought to check. Oh, uh, sorry, it's a bit dark here. My browser keeps no. freezing on me. I can't tell if the window's open. Oh, there we go. Got video again. Uh, interrogation, not as such. I've got investigation, mm, and I think I'm fairly, I'm formidable. Yep, you've got two formidable. No one has uh, interrogation. Basically, we can just completely petrify people so that they're unable to <laughs> speak the or move. Um, so they can piss themselves and forget who they are for ten minutes. And then we shoot and them. Then bluntly ask them a question in an ineffective manner. Right, let's make a note of the, um, the well-thumbed details because that strikes me as the major lead. It's, it's a blurry picture. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's it looks like it's been cut out of a magazine. Um, there is an advert on the back. Okay, I presume for Russell's inflatable muscles. We probably can't take this with us, but we might be able to try no. it again. But we have helmet cameras; we can take a copy of it. Uh, we're not wearing them at the moment, though. True. Uh, you know, if, if they allow us to take a photograph of this, since it's a clue, we'll, we'll run it by the uh, the boss officially. I think. You can have a copy of it, which is even uh, slightly, uh, slightly grainier again than the original photograph. What sort of tech have we got? We've got bloody time travel, but we can't take a decent photograph. 
You've got 1990s tech. 90s? Really? Yeah, we had time travel in the 90s, didn't we? Repeatedly. Um, said that before. I suppose if you've got time travel, then yes, it was in the 90s, just, just by default. Alright, so we're going to make a note of that, and then I suppose this proper Rob fella is... Give him a try, at least. Well, it's getting on for sort of late afternoon at this point. Oh, well, off to the B&B, then. <laughs> um, I don't know. The problem is Traveller doesn't have sanity checks. and We're walking yeah. around with a six-foot-tall fucking mantis. I'm bloody glad it doesn't have sanity checks. <laughs> if, you, if you have afternoon tea in Cornwall... Every time I turn around, I would just... Put the jam on first. Yes, like civilised people. So tell me, if you had like a bowl of strawberries and cream, you put the, the cream in first and then drop strawberries on it, do you? If from, you a, had from a great height. Jam, if you had jam on toast, would you put the jam on first and then spread the butter on top? But that's completely different. That's, no. not, that's not involving cream at all. <sighs> Let's just agree... <laughs> that you're wrong and I'm right. <laughs> if you were to leave a pint of milk yeah. to separate, the cream naturally floats to the top, doesn't it? Showing that the cream's natural position is uppermost. We'll put some jam in it and see what happens there. The jam will it. sink. Well, then turn it upside down and, and put it on a lovely... It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. You do not put a pint of milk on a scoop. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Obviously, you know, you've been down there, because it's not like you're even from Devon. You've been down there long enough that it's twisted your ideas against man and God. What kind of method of eating depends on how the the ingredients gravitationally settle if you leave them long enough? Very lazy eating. Soup! Eating <laughs> soup definitely requires that. That's it. That's the one thing. And even then you'll mix it up with your spoon. Yeah, but it doesn't float out of the bowl, does it? <laughs> I mean, this is why it wasn't particularly popular on the Apollo missions, I'm sure. <laughs> what was that? Was someone, some comedian said, uh, I was sitting outside in France, we ordered a bowl of soup, it was raining, it took me tw- two hours to eat it. Because the rain came uh, okay. I mean, they probably had better delivery than me. It yeah, sure, the waiters are very good. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, you do have a unique delivery. Anyway, um, so this guy, uh, should we to the pub? Should, should we rest up at the pub? The pub's probably a good start, <laughs> so we can go through the inevitable. It goes dead quiet in the pub on a walk-in scene. It's not gonna come on. I'm I'll, not d- I'll just walk straight in, punch Brian Glover, and order three pints. <laughs> no, the, the the way we have to do it is uh, Giorgio and I go in, and the pub goes quiet, and and. Uh, then Prane comes in and the pub goes negative noise. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure it would actually go that quiet for us, though, really. Certainly not for me. Not unless I walk in, you know, in full Freemason. You don't look like a local. Right? Leg rolled up. I no, I don't look like a local, I suppose. That's true. You could um, change your leg into the colours of the Cornish flag. There'd be a cheer as you walked. Make it look like a tattoo. Yeah. And they'd all say, why have you only got one trouser leg? <laughs> Why are you defacing Cornwall by putting it on your lowest part of your body? 
Ah, you want to see where I've got the Devon flag? <laughs> <laughs> no. Just trying to no, ingratiate myself eyes. with the locals. I know if, it's not there. <laughs> if you are um, encouraging them to strip me naked, um, you uh, you can approach the Poldark Arms. It is a uh, on a hill overlooking Bodmin. Um, up a, a short dirt track because it doesn't really matter now that a lot of people have grav vehicles so they can just drive up there on the grav vehicle so there's not a lot of point M- Must we go up a short dirt track at this stage in proceedings? Afraid so and it, uh, the, 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 the house uh, the Poldark Arms is outlined with the, uh, the big waxing some might even say gibbous moon behind it Gibbous? Mm, okay Very nice, very picturesque Mm, it is. It's really beautiful, actually. Um, and it's one of the few places on Earth you've been, and most of the places you've been are pretty awful. It's, it's not that badly touched by radiation. It's very pretty. You can hear the sea gently uh, gyrating in the distance. Well, let's fling open the door, stand there for a moment, take in a, the everybody who's in there, look them in the eyes, walk over to the bar and say... A daiquiri for my friend. And... <laughs> a white wine spritzer, um, if you have one. Um, and I'll have, I'll have a fuzzy navel. <laughs> um, it is very much a a slaughtered lamb moment, I'm afraid, because it is that sort of place. As you open the door, it's uh, it's full of smoke and laughter, which goes very quiet. The door opens and strangers walk in. Uh, Campari and soda, please. The barman raises an eyebrow and looks over to a uh, a muscle, muscly chap in the corner with large mutton chops. Oh, um, let, him, let him finish his meal. He looks over to you. Or a small Guinness will suffice. There are four other people at the table, two of whom stand up. They are also... I've got no melee skill, you bastard. Fairly muscly gentlemen. Um, uh, yeah, you you have the same ability I do, though. What? Pull out my uh, Westinghouse and put it gently down on the Forward bar in front presence. of me. That, that ability. And the barman whispers, these people you're waiting for, Rob. Right, and the man in the corner nods gently. You're the Strance, then. Really? What gave us away? We're uh, two of them. <laughs> the third one's just uh, just coming in now. Are you are you coming in, Prane? I will go in. Hello, hello there. <laughs> hello there. Um, there oh. is a, a, a shocked silence. I, I, I turn to I turn to Jeeves and say, "What sort of drink do they drink here, Jeeves?" Cider, sir. Um, I shall have a cider. One shot. <laughs> I wouldn't request a shot at this stage. They'll <laughs> be um, too keen to oblige. Are you, uh, you gentlemen not thirsty? You seem to be ignoring your drinks. Um, two of the, the, the large gentlemen flanking the man you assume is proper Rob put their hands softly under their ponchos. <laughs> you know, maintaining that 
Uh, menace is where it all goes wrong for you, isn't it? <laughs> They're not wearing ponchos. Um, t- oh, that's worse. I'll uh, I'll tell you the one on the right, and I will just heavy him. I will give him a formidable stir. Sit down. You're 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 using formidable presidents. I am president. Not pre- not <laughs> <laughs> there are far too few formidable presidents around at the moment. I can tell you that. I have a bandolier um, of Obamas here. <laughs> um, what uh, is there a resistance to formidable presidents? Uh, yeah, they get to make an endurance ten plus. Ten plus, flipping it. Okay, the uh, tall, blonde-haired, stubble-chinned chap on the left uh, blanches and stands quietly. Sit back now. He, he half sits and half collapses back into the chair. Is it everyone in a radius, or is it just one person? It doesn't specify. It, I think it, it does speci- trying... It carefully specifies it only applies to non-player characters. Oh, that's, 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 that's that avoids an awful lot of potential difficulties. <laughs> and as you're focusing on one chap, I'll let the other three have a, a role as a higher passes fails. Three of them sit down. Uh, one of them stays looking at you, though he's he's clenching his jaw. Is that has uh, Rob sat down, or are these just the, the Rob was already sat down; he hadn't stood up. Oh, okay. My impress. All, all we want is a friendly conversation. Nobody needs come to get sit hurt. Down. Pull up a chair. Most kind. I'll uh, pull the chair back, sit on it, put my feet up on another chair with. Uh, my hands to uh, my side, just on the hilt At this of point, my variable cartridge blaster. Prane, you notice that uh, most of the other patrons are slowly, quietly leaving the bar at this point. That The barman is shakingly attempting to pour you a shot of cider. No need, you can just get the, uh, the remains on the uh, tables, everybody's leaving. Just, just go around and finish up the drinks. Oh, mind sweeping, that's the best way. <laughs> <laughs> just greyhawk the place. <laughs> no, no, yeah, come um, on, be, be fair, it's a mantis, not a crow. Ladies, um, uh, don't, don't feel free to leave on my account. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I assure you, um, my, uh, my looks are far worse than my uh, actual uh, persona. Okay, they, they move out a bit more quickly at this point. Um, Speaking some sort of alien. Yeah. <laughs> are you remaining at the bar, Prane, or are you? Uh, uh, I shall have. My, I shall take my shot of uh, cider, and I shall. Uh, is this voice well. coming from your knee or your weird mantis-like oh, head? God, I hope um, so. Mostly, it's coming from down below, I believe. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> Just answer, <laughs> answer the question as it was asked there, okay? <laughs> I speak from down the, below. I speak from the depths of my knee, yes. I mean, some of you have formidable presence, and some of you look like a two-metre-tall praying mantis with a floppy-speaking, weird, insect-human knee. Uh, some of which seem to work better than others. Um Proper job gestures to, uh, sorry, proper Rob gestures to the two of you. Uh, you pull up chairs and sit down in front of him. Hey, what can I do for you two gentlemen? 
Well, just a uh, minor matter. They're they're a bit uh, edgy at the prison. Seems somebody broke out. Thought he, they thought he might uh, know something about it. Naturally, uh, all the, all we want is to uh, get the chap back. No questions asked. Well, beyond Sounds the questions, like beyond the questions like you're asking, asking now, obviously, yeah. questions to me. Yeah. For a chap with the scaly head, you're not. Half bad looking. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this conversation going? <laughs> You're not as discreet as a, a chat with the scaly head generally. I don't know where this conversation is going, to be honest. You're asking about T Bone Tourist. That's the fellow. The very man. The, the place is pretty much empty now, apart from the four bodyguards. I'm assuming nobody we've seen has a cow head. Yeah, I kind of assuming. No, if, if he hadn't yeah, but you know, the, the, this is this is drawn oh, by yeah. colours as Everyone's so. got a cowhead in the hole. <laughs> they are all, as far as you can tell, unless they have weird chameleonic shins or something, norms. Right. Well. I made a promise to that man. And I don't break it for nobody. And could you tell us what the promise is? Just so we know what we're dealing with. You got a warrant for Taurus? Yep. Uh, we do. No, it's, but... w- it's worth more if he's alive, and it would be a shame if we had to shoot him. So you see, we've got very little to gain by seeing him come to any harm. Well, quarter of a million, actually, that's not very little. That's quite a lot. But we've got less to gain by keeping him come to harm than by keeping him safe. And you know what? If he breaks out again, well, that's not our business, is it? But it might be another another half million. Might be another. We we could possibly go into a partnership. (laughs) This is is sounding potentially very good indeed. Um, But anyway, I feel feel we're digressing, and that never happens. He looks around the bar. You know, when I grew up, we had so little food. Two of my brothers starved to death. At the time, I didn't mind. I just thought I was less mouth to feed. You ever watched anyone starve to death, Stronti? Oh, yes. Most of my family. Well, that's where they ruined the impact of my monologue. <laughs> Well, I haven't. I had to eat yeah. them first. There's, there's no you nutrition on them once, once, once they've starved. You have to excuse my friend. He has no concept of rhetorical question. <laughs> Those bastards in Upminster. They don't give two short shits about us down here. They oh, treat us no better than you, mutie scum. Really, that is bad, isn't it? Who would have thought it? We're just a butt of jokes down in Curnow. Yeah, it's not nice, is it, being spat on, ignored, except when people turn and void their room on you? No, it ain't. And our time to be in spat on or over. Jeeves, has anyone voided on me recently? No, sir. Only when you paid them to, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no tape of that. (laughs) Certainly not, sir. Um, 
We'll serve you quite well you got down this evening. <laughs> well, you got the shit end of the stick down here. Those buggers in Devon, they had it easy. We're dying the slow death, this end of the world. Yeah, they just got the stick end of the stick. It was pretty sticky. Didn't they just... I'm not going to watch any more of my brothers or my sons or my wives starve to death. Wives? Wives, sisters? <laughs> you think it's funny? Do you think we're all inbred hicks down here? No. No, I don't think most of you have had the chance to breed. <laughs> I've heard great things about the bicycle. This... No one cares about this end of the world. Why should I give two short shits about them either? I'll tell you what. I got that Taurus out because he made a donation to the cause. And if you're prepared to do the same, I might be able to give you some information. If not, we might have a bit of a problem. I've got no objection to that. Not as if we care about... Not as if we care um, one one way or the other about uh, civil society. It doesn't exactly have much time for us. All we're trying to do is get the biggest amount of cash off them as possible. Might as well make them pay a little bit for what they've done, for how they treat them. Right. You know, we might learn something from you. You mute you had an uprising. Didn't go so well. Well... Obviously, we couldn't condone that sort of behaviour, I say, winking. But but here is a detailed history of how the mutant uprising was planned. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, maybe you better get used to the taste of pasties up in the doghouse. That, that sounded they much better than my head. <laughs> they have a taste that's way better than what we get now. <laughs> It's a sort of threat, you see. I'm not not good at them, but I don't think it would be terribly effective. Let's say 15,000. 10. Sorry, are we paying this to him or is he paying it to us? Because you're going the wrong way. (laughs) I think the idea is we're paying it to him. Yeah, you're making a donation to the guy. Let's make this clear. The payment is to me in my charitable cause. Oh, I see. Oh, you, you, you don't want to do your tax-free what? foundation. There, there are some, there are some really good tricks. I know, I know this guy. He can get you set up. You, you, you want, you want a charitable foundation that's legally separate from you. So, just give us fifteen thousand credits. Oh, right then. <laughs> how about, ten, how about ten thousand? But we gift aid it. Oh, you legally registered? Oh no, mutants can't be legally registered for tax. You see, the problem is that um, oh, there is a Johnny Alpha story called the Tax Man where he does have to pay back. I hadn't thought of this. I will have to discuss with my accountant before we take this. <laughs> Let's have an opposed influence roll, shall we? Proper Rob is an intimidating chap and has a plus two. Is he intimidating? Because if he's going to pull that out of the bag, I think things might get messy. Oh, oh, I've, I've rolled could, an 11 plus 2, it's 13. We could try leadership, I guess. Well, I've rolled four. Yeah, you can have leadership. If you've rolled 4, that's a fail, which will give call that a fail. Roger a minus 1 to his leadership roll. That'll be fine. Um, well, I've rolled 9 for my influence. Is that 9, total of 12. 
Oh, it's very close. You've only got a partial fail. Um, nine, you're not really involved in the negotiation um, brain. You're just standing there. I, I mean, you are quite intimidating. But I would say it doesn't really affect this dice roll. There's a minus one. So he's not going to budge from 15,000, but he's not going to go up either. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Good Unfortunately, I am going to have to budge as the clock has ticked over and... Um... I'm sitting in the dark. And <laughs> <laughs> it's quite dark over there. I, yeah, I, I, I know you're I'm in the north, but Holly, I, I, I believe you can you can actually get light bulbs now. Uh, yeah, I, I just I've run out of matches. I've heard um, of such things. It's ever such a bugger trying to get him to light in the first place. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. they put them in black. Well, I reckon at this point you're about halfway through my very short scenario. Um, so, um, well, yeah. Um, so I can tell you, as you push the 15,000 over the table, uh, he tells you what he knows, which will involve you travelling to another star system. Ooh. Oh, hey. uh, but there we are. We'll leave it at that for tonight. Okay, and thank you very one, much. I have one more session in me, and then we'll see how it goes from there. Yep. Sounds good. Thanks, Nick. All right. Good stuff. Sounds good. Bye. 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 B